This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. Later on the show, we'll be talking about all things cannabis and middle age with Dr. June Chin. But before that, let's have a check-in. Kim, we're, we're sort of hitting the year mark on this pandemic. How are you coping right now? I've been thinking about the whole idea of pablum, you know, which is defined. It's like baby cereal. It's bland or insipid intellectual fair or entertainment. So I've been thinking about how comforting pablum can be and how most of the things I like right now are really kind of bland and go down easily. I've been listening to this song called This Song, which is by George Harrison, and it's on his solo album, 33 and a Third. And it's a song that was actually written as a answer to a lawsuit that some people brought against them for the song, My Sweet Lord. And it's just about being a pop song. And it just makes me impossibly happy to listen to it. Mm -hmm. I even watched their 1976 music video with George Harrison, who was, for the record, the most handsome Beatle by far. Agree. Agree, right? Agree, agree, totally. Yes, by far. But the most hilariously bad 1976 music video you've ever seen. So I've been enjoying that. I actually made an entire playlist of all really easy, easy to go down music. I've been cooking a lot of shepherd's pie, which is my sort of ultimate comfort food that I don't have to think about. Oh, fuck. What was my third thing? Your third thing was, your third thing, we talked about it. Your third thing was Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Shit's <laughs> Creek. Don't, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. Um, Shit's Creek. It's not fair to call Shit's Creek Pablum because it really is a very, a really great show with a big heart. And I think it's a smart show, but there's something about it that, you know, on rewatching, which I am now doing, 
just goes down nice and smooth too. So those, those are the things that are kind of keeping me going. What about you? Well, it's funny because I had not known the word pablum until you brought it up this week. So I didn't know that it was a thing that I was sort of naturally doing throughout this whole <laughs> last year. I didn't know that I was sort of ingesting. And by the way, I don't think of any of this stuff as bad or inferior. It's just this stuff that just is easy, right? Yep. It's just the stuff that is soothing to you for whatever reason. And mine, my pablum has been escape. I am a person who likes to move a lot, who likes to travel a lot. And not being able to do that this year has really affected my mental health as it has everyone else's. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I've been doing is escaping, trying to escape into other places with travel shows. And I watched this show. I watched all seven seasons of this show It's <laughs> called Travel Man. It's on Hulu and it's hosted by this like, wonderful, neurotic British comedian. His name is uh, Richard Iwade. And he actually hates travel. So like the conceit of the show is that he's this really kind of uptight, neurotic person who brings like a celebrity guest with him and they go to a city for the weekend and they do like the most ridiculous touristy things. And it's so fun to see these cities. They've done like Brussels and Hong Kong and Florence and Valencia and like the Paul Rudd one is really funny. And there's one with John Hamm and all the Spain ones. Like I can't recommend this show more because it's, it's having that vicarious feeling of travel and also the feeling of like, oh God, that also kind of looks like it sucks. So I recommend watching them a little bit high with, while eating some chocolate, which is also <laughs> what I've been doing, which brings us to our topic today, which yes. is weed. A topic close to both of our hearts. Yes. I think that weed is probably my favorite. I mean, a drug is because I mean, I, I like it much better than alcohol as I get older. I think mm -hmm. it is the, the only, it is my, it's my favorite therapeutic. Let's put it that way. And especially because I live in California and it's legal here and it doesn't feel, it doesn't have that like stink of like, you know, druggy stink of like, you know, the buds and the, the, the joint and the smoke. So you can just have a very clean experience with it. One of the reasons we really wanted to do this is because there is that stink around cannabis, even though yep. it can really be a useful part of your life and a, a useful therapeutic, especially as you get into middle age, especially as you're, if you're a woman and especially if, you know, I don't know about you, but alcohol is really terrible for me as I'm in perimenopause. I can't really drink anymore. Particularly during this moment, I need something to sort of like chill me out at the end of the day. These are hard days, you know? These are hard days, which is why I, I have allowed cannabis back into my life after a break. You know, I just felt like it was, it was something that I needed. I agree with you. It's not as jolting on the body as alcohol is. It's easier to wake up from the next day than yes. alcohol is. Yes. And I have to say, I'm sure a little tiny bit of me is kind of still into the outlaw aspect of it, even though, you know, like the, the badass aspect of it, that's a little embarrassing to admit, but it's, it is also true. No, I mean, I mainly, I mainly take like, a, you know, a very sterile edible that I have 
perfectly dosed. I've figured out the exact dosage that's right for mm-hmm. me and the combination of CBD and THC. And I take one every night and I know exactly how high I'm going to get, which is not very much. But when I want to feel a different kind of thing, I do still roll a big joint and smoke it. <laughs> that's hey. it. Yes. Let your freak flag fly. Totally, totally, totally. And sometimes you just want to be, or sometimes I just want to be the lady who's smoking a joint. And that brings me back to, connects me back to being like more wild and in my early twenties and that sort of profound sense of freedom and, you know, just freedom in all ways. Yep. So I get it. I get it. That was very well put, Jen. Thank you very much, Kim. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so we're going to get into this episode. We hope you enjoy it. We hope it's really useful to you. And we hope that it helps you. Uh, helps you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Everything is Fine. Today, our guest is Dr. June Chin, an integrative medicine doctor who's been using medical cannabis in her practice since 2001. Dr. Chin trained at prestigious places like Cornell University, Harvard, and Columbia, and today she and her team of physicians consult with patients all over the world. Her work has been featured in Forbes, the LA Times, CNN, Good Morning America, among others. The book she co-authored, Cannabis and CBD for Health and Wellness, was published in 2019. Hi, Dr. Chin. Hey, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to speak with you. So our listeners have a lot of questions about cannabis. And I I guess the first question I have for you is, what do you use cannabis for most commonly in your practice and specifically for women in middle age? That's a really great question. You know, one of the most common concerns and questions I get from my female patients is, can I use medical cannabis or CBD while taking prescription medication? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's always followed up with, well, I take prescription medication that has so many side effects, insomnia, low libido, you know, can I use medical cannabis to help relieve this? So I think when, to take a step back, I think a major challenge for anyone looking to incorporate cannabis and CBD into their health routines, you know, maybe they want to treat a chronic condition or acute condition is it's really wise to talk to a healthcare provider about it. You know, just to get some basic feedback. So if you're on prescription medication, um, it's really good to have, you know, medically responsible guidance around cannabis use because cannabis and CBD can affect your prescription medications and even supplementing with other maybe natural supplements that you're taking, SAMe or melatonin, for example, it basically amplifies their effects and can make them much more powerful. I wonder specifically if cannabis can be used to treat perimenopausal symptoms like insomnia, mood swings, the absence of libido, you know, night sweats. Have you used it at all like that in your practice or have you seen it be effective? Absolutely. And cannabis, there's no precedent because people are using it, especially females are using it both, you know, recreationally, which is therapeutic um, and medically. So there's, there's a blurred line here, but cannabis and CBD does work for sleep disruption. For me, especially, like I noticed that uh, right away is that my sleep is disrupted. I have, sometimes Mm -hmm. I have trouble falling asleep. And then sometimes I'm so tired and wired, I can fall asleep, but then I'm waking up at like 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. And my female patients, you know, complain about the same thing. So what's what's wonderful about supplementing with cannabis and, and CBD is that it helps 
calm the nervous system down. It helps really balance out that fight or flight response, that high adrenaline rush, that sympathetic response where, you know, you feel like you need to rush and prepare for a meeting or, um, um, you know, some sort of a deadline, that, that feeling that you're just not settled in your own skin. Cannabis can work to help tell your body that it's safe, that it's okay to slow down so that your nervous system can be a little bit more grounded. And why, why does it do that? So why, how does it do that? Is it, is it the anti-inflammatory? Like what, what is it about cannabis that works for say sleep or for calming you down? Because it, equally it can make you paranoid, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, is it an indica sativa type thing? Do you need to be careful about what strain you go after if you're somebody who's very high strung? Well, cannabis modulates this neurotransmitter that we have in our body called GABA. And GABA helps, it's a very calming neurotransmitter. It helps induce sleep, it relaxes muscles and, and reduce anxiety. And yes, there are different um, cannabis strains or chemovars that might be a little more stimulating and might feel like caffeine. And there are some chemovars and strains that might feel more sedating and, and relaxing, sort of helping you feel like it's time to power down. So mm -hmm. careful, you know, choosing um, cannabis strains wisely and dosing will help you modulate that. Does it help improve sexual health? Sure, sure. The way cannabis improves sexual health is uh, through relaxation and an anti-inflammatory effect. So it depends on, you know, what is causing uh, this um, issue with sexual health. Is it that there's anxiety surrounding it and I just can't relax my muscles, in which case cannabis can help you get into the mood? Is it uh, a lot of my patients will complain of, you know, vaginal dryness, vaginal atrophy, and just inflammation? Uh, in the pelvic area. That's where a lot of topical cannabinoid products can help with local inflammatory response. Sometimes it's you know swelling, sometimes for a lot of perimenopausal and menopausal women, as we age, the vaginal skin gets a little dry and what's called a little more friable. So sex may feel a little more painful. Yikes. Um, it, might, it might be harder, you know, certain lubrications might work, certain lubrications just might feel like it's even more drying. So you have to be careful which cannabis lubrications you purchase but it can be very helpful it's because it decreases inflammation, brings blood flow to the area and can in increase libido. Off the top of your head, do you have the name of one that you would share with our listeners? There's not many to choose from, unfortunately, but the most well-known are Quim and Foria. And it's really about experimenting and seeing what works for you. Make sure that you, you know, read the back of the label. If you're, if you're going to purchase a cannabis lube is make sure there's no polyethylene glycol, making sure there's no harsh chemicals in it that might be drying and make sure that it says, you know, if you're using uh, protection, make sure that you can use it with any, you know, condoms or anything like that so that it doesn't get in the way. I mean, I guess what the question that I've had when, when I've talked about cannabis lube, and specifically we're talking about THC lube here, or are we talking about CBD? Because I know those are two, they're very different, right? Yeah, they're very different. And it, it really depends, again, what the end result is. So I have some patients that have chronic pelvic pain, for example, and what's called vulvodynia, where the vaginal area is just really swollen and just inflamed. And that's where like a majority... Uh, of CBD lube would be helpful because it's just getting to that local inflammation in the area. When mm -hmm. you're adding THC, it's it's actually helping stimulate the area. So you can really use that for stimulating sexual activity. 
So using a combination of both is quite helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not that the THC gets your vagina high, which, no. which somebody <laughs> asked, <laughs> but, but it is, it is a more of a sensation. It does. I I've, I've used it. And I think that it does, it, it makes the area more sensitive is my experience. Is that, is that correct from a medical perspective? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I just mentioned, it basically stimulates. It's a more, a little more titillating. It's the best word I could say. Is there, I think I know the answer to this question, but is there any way, I live in New York, something like that isn't legal here yet. Is there any way to legally acquire it? Actually, the dispensary in New York has lubrication as well as suppositories, which a lot of of my female patients will use the suppository, you know, half an hour, an hour before sex and f just find it perfect. 10 years ago, my dealer would come to my house. He'd hand me a bag of pot. I would hand him my money and that was it. Then, you know, time passed. Now there are tinctures, there are edibles, there are so many different options. And I'm curious what the most effective delivery system is for THC. Absolutely. It depends on what your goals are. So if my, you know, if someone that comes to see me and says, I need something to work like yesterday, I need to work within 30 seconds, you know, spur of the moment, that's where an inhaled version would work either through a vape or through flower. If someone tells me I need to sleep through the night and stay asleep through the night so that I'm not interrupted at all, I need something that has an extended release. That's where an edible would work, our capsule, you know. Mm -hmm. And then if someone wants something in between where they're using it throughout the day, you know, they don't necessarily want to swallow a pill. They want to be able to adjust the dosing a little more carefully. Like there are some days I just need a lot more. And there are some days I just need to dial it in just with a little bit. Then they use a tincture. Here's a crazy question that one of our listeners had. She wants to know how bad is smoking weed for my skin? So when you are using combustible plant material, not just cannabis, but tobacco, it is going to cause some reaction in your skin, you know, some dryness. There's, there's definitely byproducts that are not great for your skin, but I don't, I mean, I, it just, I would, see, I would see a heavy cigarette tobacco smoker wreaking more havoc than mm -hmm. the cannabis smoker, because you don't smoke cannabis like you do cigarettes. Usually. Makes sense. Usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've had my moments. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I've had my years. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule, essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. There's a lot of myths around, you know, the stoner, like, you know, I can't remember anything. I'm burnout. But is it, is there real memory or cognitive issues associated with, you know, regular cannabis use? You know, it really depends on the person. For example, I just had this, um, this woman who, who, who has Parkinson's and started using cannabis and she's only been doing it for about a week. And she loves it because she can smoke a little cannabis and then feed herself at the dinner table because her tremors stop. But she mm. noticed that her short-term memory was being affected pretty quickly. And when she stopped smoking it, it came back. You know, and these were things like, you know, small things that we've all encountered. Like, what, what did I go to the refrigerator for? Or I forgot my list of to-do things, right? These are just short-term memory things. And then it, it comes back to baseline once you stop. Then I have patients that have been, you know, regular cannabis users for years and years and don't find that at all. So it really depends on the person. Mm -hmm. Speaking of people who've consumed marijuana for years and years and years, I have an 83-year-old mother who is a, is a pretty big cannabis enthusiast. She's slowed down a lot, but she still gets high every once in a while. Do I need to worry about her at that age? I think the main thing you should worry about is the type of cannabis that she's using. So um, if she's getting it from a regulated market, she can see how much THC is in it and she can gauge that way and, and know her rhythm. If she's been using it for years and years, she sort of has an idea and she can she can dial, dial in the needle pretty easily. The only thing I worry about with elderly consumers is a fall precaution. You know, maybe you're using mm. something that's a little bit stronger than you're, you're used to and you picked up an edible and you, you know, took too big of a slice of the edible. You just want to make sure that when you get up in the middle of the night to go to use the restroom, that you don't fall. Right. What would you say to somebody who's built up a high resistance or a high tolerance to cannabis? 
Like, is that possible? Can, I mean, you can build up a tolerance, right? If you're taking the same dose every day, you then maybe need more. Yes. Yes. And that's a great question. And that's something I come across quite often. And my answer is just to take a little break is to take, you know, one week, two week break and let your receptors reset. And you'll find the same thing, not just with cannabis, but let's say your allergy medication, you might find that Zyrtec works well for years, every spring season. And then one season it stops working and you need Benadryl or Claritin. So the body sort of self-regulates and, and the receptors get used to a certain thing. And what you need to do is change it up. So you might be able to change up formulations or different ratios of cannabinoids, a little more THC, a little less, um, maybe a different brand, a different flower, a different strain. And mm-hmm. you might be able to get past that tolerance. I've always heard that cannabis is not addictive, but it is habit forming. I wonder if you agree with that assessment and if you can explain the distinction between the two. You know, the National Institutes of Drug Abuse, NIDA, they published a really interesting graph that talks about different substances and the dependency surrounding them. Cannabis and caffeine actually go head to head at 9%. And just to give you context, tobacco, alcohol goes up to 32 and 40%. And then your, your mobile phone is actually at a 75% addiction rate, (laughs) right? So, because you have this dopamine rush every time you look at it. So to give you some context, there is a, you know, a dependency factor on cannabis, just like you would your cup of coffee, but more um, the patients that, that use cannabis regularly are not heavy users when they look at states with cannabis laws. So I think you can, and, and, and it's a different, you know, it's, I think you have to really look at it from the perspective of, you know, why, why are you using it? When, you know, when you have your cup of coffee in the morning, it could be a ritual. It could help you get going throughout the day. When, when you're using cannabis, does it help you focus? Does it help you calm your nerves? You know, then it's therapeutic and it's not really habit forming. Right. 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 So what about vaping is, is vaping actually the worst? We've heard so many nightmare stories about vaping. I wonder if it's ever okay to vape. Yeah, you know, I've been watching this injury industry for quite some time. And since I treat medical cannabis patients here in New York, vaping has been sort of that mainstay therapeutic tool that they've been delivering at the dispensaries here. And then when I look at how I practiced in California for so many years, um, it was not using the vape. Many of my patients just use traditional old, um, you know, dry flour. The thing about vaping is that it's odorless, it's convenient, you know, it delivers a consistency and predictability, right? So a lot of patients, and this is why a lot of medical markets use it because it's like rapid onset and it's easy to titrate the dosage rather than raw flour. But when I look Mm -hmm. at vape, you have to really look at the quality of the cartridge itself. So the vape cartridge, you need to make sure that you can control the temperature of it. You need to make sure that it's ceramic, that the heating element is you know, tested, doesn't have any heavy metals in it, because that's what complicates it. And then the second thing that complicates it is the oil that's being cut in the vape. You know, if it's a regulated market, then you know that it's free of you know, heavy metals, it's being tested for any solvents and any contaminants. But if you're using the unregulated market, you don't know what that vape cartridge that oil is cut with. So I would say it, it, it depends, you know, on, on the vaping, where, where you're getting the vape. Can you speak a little bit to the efficacy of CBD and specifically, can it work without a little bit of THC, you know, the, the entourage effect? You know, over the past year or two, CBD has been touted as this miracle elixir. It, it seems like it, it can cure anything that moves. 
Um, but if you look, you have to remember that the cannabis plant, you know, contains over 500 complex, um, unique chemical compounds and CBD is one of them and THC is one of them. So they all work together as a whole. There are cannabis plants now that have much more CBD in it than THC, which is why consumers will find it much more helpful because it's not as sedating or maybe doesn't produce the euphoria that they're concerned about because they're taking it, you know, during the day and they're, they're working or their parents or they need to be completely alert. But a lot of patients, clinically speaking, when I, when I talk to them, they do better with a much more full spectrum cannabinoid, which means it has CBD and the other cannabinoids in it with a touch of THC. But you use CBD, you've seen its effectiveness. What have you seen CBD specifically to be effective for? Like a dominant, I'm not, you know, obviously we're talking about them combining the cannabinoids, but a dominant CBD that's not gonna get you that euphoric feeling that high. What, what do you see CBD being effective for? Because I'm, I'm sure it can't be effective for everything that we've said it is, or everything that at least, you know, all these, um, these product makers are telling us it is. The biggest, biggest thing that CBD can help with is that it's a potent anti-inflammatory. So I look at it as, you know, it's really like 10 times more potent than steroids. So when patients take CBD, what they will find is they have less pain, they have reduced muscle spasm, they might find that their joints and their ligaments just feel a little bit more lubricated so that it's actually like a gateway. They might find that they can, you know, take longer walks, they can exercise, they might find they have better mobility, and that gives them the ability to integrate other things for their health and wellness. You know, here in New York, CBD is not regulated. And I've had CBD oil that has 100% totally gotten me high. What's a reliable brand? Is Charlotte's Web a good brand? I've always heard they're good. The FDA actually tested a whole slew of different CBD medicines. And they randomly tested it and found that over 70% was not even accurate compared to the label. Some had THC in it. Some didn't have as much CBD as they said that they they had in the label. Some had other uh, contaminants and additives. So because it's unregulated, you the onus is on the consumer. You really have to do your homework. And it's, it's a shame because not everyone can do the legwork and go through looking at a third party testing. You know, Charlotte's Web has been around for a long time. So it is one of the, the trusted brands but you still have to make sure that you're looking at third-party tested. Is it in a GMP facility? Was it tested by accredited lab? So just because it says it's third-party tested by a lab, was that lab accredited, ISO accredited, meaning they have the credentials to test for this cannabis product? Can we talk again about cannabis, about THC Mm -hmm. cannabis? Do you think there's been an upswing in that in use during COVID? 200%, 200%. I I have not been more busy. And given, given COVID, what's the safest way to ingest? Is it edibles? I think given COVID, you want to preserve your lung health as best as you can. But Mm -hmm. if you're using cannabis for your panic attacks, for example, you know, instead of a benzo, instead of your Xanax or Clonopin, and you need something to work so quickly, you're gonna have to still use some sort of inhaled version, 
but maybe you can make sure to use elderberry, you know, licorice tea. You can use something that will soothe your mucous membrane so that it's not so drying. Mm -hmm. Edib edibles are great still, but if that's your goal is to stay asleep and you need some long-term, you know, uh, use, long-term uh, effects, that's when you would use an edible. In terms of dosing, say I'm, say I'm new to cannabis, which I am not, but say I am, <laughs> I'm, new, I'm new to cannabis and I want to try it out, but I'm, I'm afraid. And there's a number of reasons I'm afraid. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to affect me badly in, in whatever way. What do you, how do you talk to people about dosing and beginning dosing? Yeah. So what I usually do is like I, for a new patient or a new consumer, um, I start very low and slow. And you've heard that before. You might try a CBD dominant um, formula where, so that you don't, feel the effects of euphoria and sedation right away. You might add a little more THC in it um, as you as you go on and, and get a little more comfortable with cannabis use. There are ratios available in New York. So there's a dominant ratio of CBD to THC where CBD is, is in most of the ratio. And then there's a mix like a 50-50. Then you might graduate to a little more THC. And is that, is like the starter, is that specifically, is that like five milligrams of, of THC? What is a starter THC in an edible, in an edible specifically? I love one milligram starters and I, they have a lot of mints and edibles that start at one milligram. I know in New York, they have a pressed mint tablet. That's a one milligram and you can, it's scored. So you can even, you know, break it in half and do half of a milligram. So you could start there and then in two days, you add another milligram, three days, you add another milligram and you just sort of just kind of gauge it that way and see how you feel. You'll know if you went a little too much, if you feel a little bit dizzy or a little bit um, euphoric and you, you don't like that feeling, or if you, you know, scale back a little bit and you feel just relaxed and just enough, then you know, that's your optimal dose. How do you feel about topicals and what should somebody, if you feel like they're effective, what should somebody look like, look for in a topical? I think topicals that is more potent is, is a topical that has different ingredients, not just CBD and a carrier uh, oil, like a shea butter. I have found clinically in my practice, even for patients with like nerve pain, for example, from diabetes or sciatica or back pain. The topicals that work really well have, you know, the CBD in it, but also like a menthol, you know, they'll have an arnica, they might have calendula in it to soothe the localized swelling in, in the muscles or the joints. And those seem to work much better. Thank you so much for doing this with us Yeah, today. this has been really fascinating and so educational. Really informative, and I so appreciate it. Where can people find you? Because I'm sure they're going to want to find you. Yeah, my website is drjunchin.com, drjunchin.com. Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We're your hosts, Kim France. And Jen Romolini. Our producer is Natalie Rivera. If you like the show, be sure to rate it and review on all the platforms. You can also follow the show's Instagram at EIF podcast, email us at everything is fine, the podcast at Gmail, and you can find me on my blog, girlsofacertainage.com. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.